0: or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. WFAN-FM. WFAN,
1: WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on
2: the free Odyssey app. WFAN
3: Sports Play.
2: Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Good afternoon. At 12 o'clock, I'm Andrew Bogish. We were told yesterday the Giants were unlikely to use the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. Joe Shane said this morning the scouting come by the tag not completely off the table since the large jump in the salary cap gives him a few more options. No matter what, he and Barkley's reps talking this week in India. You know, the conversation, the plan all along was to meet here in Indy and have those discussions about, you
4: know, how we're going to move forward with him. He's a guy we'd like to have back. So those conversations will take this week
2: and will uh, take place this week. And we'll see if we can get something done. Shane will also talk soon with Xavier McKinney's camp. And Daniel Jones has had no setbacks so far in his ACL recovery. He may be able to do some non-contact drills during mini camp this spring. And Bears GM Ryan Pohl says he's made no decision yet On QB Justin Fields, do they keep him and trade the number one pick or trade Fields and use that number one on Caleb Williams? Polls did say today in Indy, if they trade Fields, They want to do right by him. This weather forecast is sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's 50 degrees and mostly cloudy with rain coming tonight.
1: Attention New York Rangers fans everywhere. Let's get serious about something really cool. New Mucinex Kickstart gives a morning jolt of instant cooling sensation. Kind of makes sense why Mucinex is an official sponsor of the New York Rangers. Use as directed and let's go Rangers now spectrum is offering free vip same-day installation get spectrum internet with speeds up to a gig and a two-year price guarantee plus a 100 hundred dollar visa rewards card don't miss this limited time offer call 844-569-0429 by 6 p.m and get free vip installation as soon as tonight installation must be completed same day or next day to qualify for free install go to spectrumfreeinstall.com for full details restrictions apply Jack Pocket lets you order official state lottery games on your phone instead of waiting online. And Mega Millions is now over $563 million. So use code radio for a free ticket with your first play.
0: 18 or older, gambling problem? In New York, call one eight seven seven eight 877 hope or text HOPE-NY. New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLING. See jackpocket.com slash DLS for terms.
5: Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend. So you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern Finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's RAMP.com slash sports. In 2024, you get
6: more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX 5 starting at just 29942 Visit RamseyMazda.com. Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. I thought people like
1: me didn't get addicted to drugs. That's like saying people like me don't get sick. Just like anyone can get sick, anyone can struggle with addiction. And when you're struggling, there's no shame in getting help. I'm over the shame. I know who I am, and I'm in recovery for me.
7: Call 844-REACH-NJ. Talk to a counselor for confidential addiction help and see if you're eligible for no cost treatment. 844-REACH-NJ. From the New Jersey Department of Human Services.
8: When
1: this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up. Their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 to victory. Over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
2: They wanna be
8: down with the Brandon's here He's back on the fan. Time to hit you with the crown topic of the day. Started the show a couple hours ago talking about the Knicks. Knicks getting a lucky win last night, benefiting on a horrific call. But that's not the point. The point is I'm worried about this team. I'm worried about them not because I don't think they're good. I'm worried about them because Julius Randle has a significant shoulder injury that has kept him out a while, and I'm not so sure if and when he's coming back and then if he's going to be the player that he was Prior to the injury, B.T., Ananobi, you could throw in there as well, but there's more concern for me with Julius Randle. And overall, just looking at this Knicks team, without Randall or without Randall playing at the peak of his game, which he was prior to getting hurt, I think they're closer to being eliminated in the first round than they are getting to the Eastern Conference Finals.
6: I, I hear you. I disagree, obviously. And I look at this, you know, the difference, say, I'm going to incorporate the Met fan or the Knicks fan right now. Like, the Met fan... I know you're excited for opening day, but in in large part, there's there's not a ton of enthusiasm for the prospects of what the season could become. But the Mets could still, even though they won't, control their talent base by going out and offering players Like They can still change the roster and change the perception of what they could accomplish if they would ever go after Montgomery mm-hmm. or Trevor Bauer or Blake Stout, whatever. The Knicks can't control anything right now. They can't. They cannot control when Julius Randle gets back. They can't control... When OG Ananobi gets back and plays basketball. What they can't control, and this is a testament to the vision of Leon Rose, is is constructing a roster before the trade deadline expired and going into the season that is built for the long run. And they have that, okay? And they've got they've got a star, they got a superstar in Brunson. We know Randall is the variable. And even if Randall's healthy, there's no assurance that he's going to play lights out like he does during the regular season. There's always this big drop-off, and he's got to change that if the Knicks are ever going to win a championship. But I watch this team, and and I feel as connected to the Knicks as any other team that I root for. They've just played with such integrity. And and maybe on some level, Sal, like that's skewing my thought process a tick and maybe giving them the benefit of the doubt. But that's okay, I'll roll that way a little bit here. But aren't
8: they two different things? Because I can feel that way too. I can enjoy watching this team and respect their hustle and respect the way they play. Love Jalen Brunson. Like a lot of the role players. But I'm worried. I don't understand how you're not worried. We had this conversation two weeks ago, and maybe there was less reason to be worried then. But since Randall came out over the weekend or whenever it was saying that he was considering shoulder surgery and might have to shut it down, I don't think he's going to. That's just not his style. But the fact that... The fact that it, it's a major issue that you wouldn't worry about, you wouldn't be worried about that him coming back and being as effective as he could potentially be,
6: and not as much as you. I'm not saying it's a completely immaterial. Clearly, he's a terrific player when he's right. But what I, what I look at is, and I said this to Sal, you know, 1002, 1003 this morning. I said there's two things that are happening. You know, right now the role players that are forced into more meaningful minutes, somebody like Achua and and a few others, but mainly Achua as a guy that jumps out. Role players to me. Because they're playing more meaningful minutes and learning how to finish games, even if it's the Pistons who are horrendous. Again, the Knicks got a gift call, maybe two. Uh, They probably should have lost. I'm with you on that. But as they actually get hold, which I believe that they will, and maybe this is why I'm confident more than you – is that they will have a more complete, more battle-tested team. That's number one, because then they will be slotted in a role that's actually more commensurate with their actual talents rather than starting like Achua does. He's your seventh man That's it, or an eighth man. That's a great thing. And the other thing is, and this has always worried us as Nick fans here, Tom Thibodeau. Like we can scream all day about Tom Thibodeau running these guys into the ground. Maybe you needed a couple of injuries to make sure that he couldn't do that. So maybe it's actually a blessing in disguise. Yeah, for me, the they can regenerate.
8: The biggest issue that I have, and I think this is where you and I really disagree, is that I view this team without Randall as not having a shot. So if they don't have Randall. I think they're definitely losing in the first round. And if Randall's not him, his full self, meaning three out of four last seasons All Star Julius Randall, if he's not that. In the postseason, I don't think the Knicks can win a first round, even against Philadelphia, let's say, with a a healthy Embiid. So they need not only Randall to get back, they need him to get back and play at the high level that he's shown he could play at in the regular season to have a chance. If that happens, then I think they could go to the Eastern Conference Final. But I'm worried that that's not going to happen. Let me
6: hit you with a quick numerical scale. We'll get back to these calls. Mm. Giants as well. But think about on the scale of 1 to to 10, right? 10 being optimal, 1 being horrendous. Like Randall, and let's agree upon the number here. Randall, so far as a Nick, has been a what
8: in the playoffs? Five? Not even. Probably. I was going to say four and a half. Yeah. Four? I mean, well, in comparison, what's he been in the regular season? Because if you're saying he's been in nine, eight or nine, nine in the regular plus, season, nine yeah, and a half, yeah, and then I say four years? or five.
6: Okay, I agree. So let's split the difference. We'll go four and a half. All right. So so far he's been a four and a half, including a year ago when they were basically knocking on the door to the Eastern Conference Finals that he did nothing, and Brunson had a rough rough finish as well. So. What do you think that number needs to get to for the Knicks to get to the Eastern Conference Finals?
8: Seven or eight. Okay. Maybe even eight, I'd probably say.
6: This is where I disagree. I disagree here. I don't think it needs to get as high as an eight. can't be a four and a half. I'm going to give you that. But it doesn't need to get to an eight, just in my opinion, because the pieces around them this year will be able to elevate his 6.5 or 7, I believe, to a place that you don't think that they can. BT, I think that's the big difference.
8: BT and Sal on the fan are friends at Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Wilson is calling from Roxbury. Uh, actually, hold on one second there. Wilson. Gabe is calling from Hillsboro. What's up, Gabe? Sal, BT. What's going on, guys? How good are to you see in? you guys.
6: We're good.
7: Right, I just wanted to say, uh, I'm a little worried about the Knicks, like you guys are saying. I know the injuries are kind of bad right now with an Nobi and, uh, Randall, but I do think that they'll win in the first round with or without Randall just because the Sixers and the Pacers, we've had their number all season and we've even previously beat them recently without Randall and Abanobi. But if we get those guys back, Guys, I'm telling you, if we're going to the championship. This is our year, baby. The Knicks are going to the championship if they get him back. They got a chance. Randall and no, they, again,
6: they, got they have a chance. chance. They have a chance.
8: Oh, God. They have a chance. I mean,
6: first they of all, really it's an
8: All right. Well, let me ask you this question, Gabe. Mm-hmm. What if they don't get him back? Then what?
7: Uh, well, we're definitely going to lose after the first round. But I, I just think we win in the first round. I disagree with what you said earlier about losing in the first round. We definitely win in the first round. How? Why it's definitely? Uh,
8: Without Randall, they're winning in the first round?
7: Yeah, dude. Because Brunson, so Brunson's
8: ahead of the stick. Brunson's ahead of the stick. He's gonna. He's gonna cook. Yeah. He's gonna
7: cook
6: every single player on that on the Sixers or the Pacers.
8: Yeah, there's right. Him. Right. I know. And, and thank you for the call. Well, let he, let, me, let what, me jump in for a second. Yeah. If
6: if and and I I appreciate your your disagreement here, but I think there's a deeper issue. We have confidence, me and Gabe, and I'm sure others. Not everybody, but many others, that they would win round one no matter what without Randall. And you were kind of scoffing at that, which which right. I get. But really, what you're saying, without saying it, is that you don't think that Jalen Brunson's a superstar. No, because if you think that Jalen Brunson's a superstar, you at least get the benefit of the doubt advancing past round one. Is he better than Embiid? He's different than Embiid. Okay, but is he better? Well, I mean, uh, uh, Embiid's a beast, but is he going to uh, be healthy? All that,
8: but that's the. But point. is he going to so be healthy? Let's not make it like a minimizing Jalen. But Brunson. is he going to be healthy? And Well, I don't know. We're assuming that he is. Well, if he's but not, the, then if he's not, then it's irrelevant. It
6: changes everything. Yeah. But I even think that even if he is healthy, it might be relevant because Joel and issue over the years has been lower extremity injuries, right? And when you're that big, he's had foot issues. He didn't play the first two would years. they beat know. the Bucks.
8: Knicks beat the Bucks in the first round. No, they, they right wouldn't beat
6: the Bucks. Not in the first round. Not, no, first, would, would that's not a match. The, would, they that's, the,
8: would they beat the, Well, it's still a possibility.
6: No, no, I don't think it will be because I don't think they're dropping to the point where they'd have to play the Bucks. But,
8: but it is possible. But
6: it is. But I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, Why? anything's possible. I'm just <coughs> saying, I don't
8: think the Knicks are going to be the seven, eight so you, seed. I just so don't. you so you think automatically it's going to be Knicks and Sixers, or you think the Knicks I think the Knicks are w- a top four seed at worst five. Okay, and then so their first round matchup could be against Philadelphia, Miami, or Indiana. They, or I guess throw Orlando in there too.
6: You could you could throw the Magic in there. I think that they would win all of them. Eat without Randall. Yeah, that's how I'm answering under that pretense.
8: Now, I will say that I would take Brunson over any player on any of those teams except for and by the way, I said this, you know, a couple weeks ago, I'd take Brunson over anybody just because I love him in yep. New York and what he's done here, but if we're talking about in a best of 7 series going head to head, I think he matches up better with anybody outside of a healthy Embiid with the Sixers.
6: Okay, now Embiid is a horse. He is an all-time statistically an all-timer at his position. He's incredible. But with that, see, here's why it's more complicated than just saying if Embiid's back. Now, they don't know if he'll be back. I saw something before. They're hoping he's back by the end of the regular season. All right. How much weight is he going to put on? And how cardiovascularly out of shape well, is he going to be? I'm figuring for a that he's big gonna be
8: a, if he's not healthy then there's no even point to have the conversation. No, no, but he
6: can be healthy but be compromised. He can be on the court but not Embiid who was probably going to win the MVP in a runaway.
8: So, let's say Knicks do get past the first round. Yep. Like everybody says that they're going to aside well, not from me it seems. But, well, Yeah. Not, and, not everybody. Right. Just um, me and, and we're Marlai saying we're no, no Randall, right. <laughs> can they can they beat the Bucs, Cavs or Celtics without Randall? They can beat the Cavaliers? Uh, they Without cannot, Randall, you think yeah, they can beat Yeah, I'm
6: everything under the umbrella with no Randall. Yeah. They can beat the Cavaliers. They would not beat the Celtics. They would not beat the Bucs.
8: I mean, at least I don't think that that's that crazy. No, at least we're getting somewhere. The, the difference is, I don't think they would beat the Cavs or a healthy M- MB team. So it's down to two teams. Jonathan is calling from Newtown, Connecticut. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, Jonathan. All right, Jonathan is not there. Sam is calling from Melville. What's up, Sam?
3: Hey guys, this is like the best Knicks season ever. The problem is Randall got hurt. You know, prior to this injury, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of discussion: Is is Randall a superstar? Is he not a superstar? Haven't we definitively answered the question? No. The man is a superstar, and he's a key player on the Knicks. What do you mean? No, he's a key guy on the Knicks. No, no, I don't. I love I'm a Randall. Fan. Randall to... They struggled to beat the Pistons last night without him.
6: Okay, and they also I mean, won other games without ridiculous. him. They just smashed the Sixers without him. You're being a little selective. That's all I'm saying. Sam, he is a su- he,
3: he 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 is a superstar, man. And I agree with Sal. And he he's have, not a superstar. He's not a superstar. First- Randall's been an all-star they they three and all four,
6: four years. He's not a superstar. Julie, Jalen Brunson's a superstar. Jalen, uh, Julius Randall's an all-star. Is a difference? He's not a superstar. What's
8: what's the difference? Uh <sighs> Well, One's even, better than the other, right? But even if he's just an all-star, Sam, wh- your point, What's I would think, difference? is that you can't overcome. Uh, the Knicks aren't good enough. and I don't know who is to overcome losing their second-best player, who is a regular all-star, in Julius Randle. I, ex- exactly, but it's more uh, basketball is such a team sport.
3: Mm-hmm. It, fit, it all fit together. It all fit together perfectly. His style of play with all of the other players. You remove him out of that, and the team just doesn't play the same way. It's not even close.
6: Well, I'd, they I'd like to. don't even
3: know what s- to do with the ball. Yeah. Did you see the last three possessions in the game? I saw they had everything. They no clue. They came down the floor. They had no Yes, because that's when Julius Randle's
6: at his most polished, poised self. When the shot clock is ticking with a minute and well, 12 no, 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 seconds okay. to go. That's uh, when that, Julius uh, Randle uh, turns uh, yeah, into a 12th uh, man. He forgets how to play. He forgets how to function. Uh, I've I've made those calls where he's spinning
3: around. You know what I mean. Come on, Sandy. Yes, I do. At least he's getting to the line.
6: Yeah, I I, I, I got you, man.
3: The purpose of my call was to say, after this season, can we end the Randall's not a superstar conversation, please? No, no. He's a no, valuable, we can't, incredibly Sam. valuable
8: piece to this team. Well, oh, in, he, he is Sam. God, I'm with you. Geez. Forget superstar, BT. You're saying well, he's that's not, all I'm reacting to. Oh, all right, but so he's saying that is a rarefied term. Just, Let's not
6: throw that he, around so liberally here. Uh, all right, oh, but. superstar. But, There's six, seven, eight line superstars no, in the whole game. He's no not one of them. But
8: I think Sam's point. And I think he's right. is you're minimizing what Randall does to this team. He no, is, not yeah. You're saying that they could win without him. I they believe that. Oh, right, but you're minimizing then his importance and his impact. You're saying, "Oh, if there's an all-star that can be lost, it's Julius Randall." I believe that's that. Sam's point. Not, not forget superstar. Okay,
6: I got you. No, no, I still disagree though because I think we're splitting the difference. Where I think that there's some teams, the Knicks would have to be at their optimal best, including Randall healthy and functioning at a high level, something he never does in the playoffs ever to beat the Celtics, and to be fair, probably even beat the Bucs. They're starting to get their act together a little bit there. Not that I trust Doc. Damian Lillard's a horrendous defensive player. The Knicks could exploit some matchups. They would have a chance, but I would still favor the Celtics and Milwaukee. Everybody else, I I honestly think that they can win. See, the player that's being omitted here, it's coming down to Julius Randle. You've got to insert O.G. Adonobi into the equation. If O.G. Adonobi did not get hurt, when he dapped up Frank the mm-hmm. tank, I'm not I'm not throwing it at Frank's lap there, but seemingly that's what he Frank t- doesn't have a lap. That's what I don't he, think. <laughs> that's when he got her. Although if he keeps doing these walks with Francesca, yeah, he will. You see uh, him and right. Francesca yes, for these I walks. Saw. I saw. Uh, so I, and Frank's lost a lot of weight. Good for him. I think that if Adonovi was playing now, I think that there would be fewer losses and fewer concerns and fewer people saying that Julius Randle is the end-all and be-all. And again, I really do like Julius Randle. Do not distort the facts. Superstar my ass. In the playoffs, he's shooting 30 in his career. He's shooting 34% overall. He's shooting 28% from the line. I just give you the oh, Pardon me, from three. I just give you the numbers to, to back it up statistically. All you had to do is watch Julius Randle every playoff game he's ever had to know that he's not a superstar.
8: Yeah, just not, yeah, but forget the superstar like stuff. The fact that you're minimizing the importance of having an all-star three out of the last four years in the regular season. Like, for me, my whole feel of the Knicks this year, I know what Brunson is. I love the role players. I didn't love the deadline acquisitions, but whatever, it's fine. It's really going to be largely insignificant, and it's not going to hurt them in any way. The, the whole matter to me when it comes down to the Knicks and how far they could go in the postseason was going to be Can Julius Randle do what he's done in the regular season, three out of the last four years, in the playoffs, finally? He has not been able to do that. If he can, then they can go far. And I believe he can and was going to. And I believe that they could go far to the Eastern Conference Finals or maybe even beyond that to the NBA Finals. However, since then, things have changed where not only he is hurt, but Adanobi got hurt. And I'm just, i worried about that. I'm now worried about a player that I believe in and believe is very important in Julius Randle. I'm worried about him getting back peak form, whether it being healthy, whether it being back in physical shape, all that stuff, and then taking that whenever he does come back, assuming he does, on into the postseason and doing something in the postseason that he has not done yet. That's my concern.
6: The playoffs, he he unravels for a reason. It's not like Julius Randle wakes up on... April, I don't know, 19th, whenever the first playoff game, whatever it is, somewhere around after tax day, shortly after, and he says, oh my God, it's the playoffs, I feel different, I can't perform, right? No. The reason why there's such a stark and sharp decrease in efficiency is because they defend him differently. And teams play, first of all, you're playing better teams who are better coached. And there's night-to-night strategies. And when they run the double team at him in the regular season, eh, it's a little lazy. It's a little slow. When they run a double team at him in the regular in the playoffs, you have to read and react immediately. From Julius' perspective, to reroute the ball or go to the rim and, and do something on your own. I know we're getting a little in the weeds of basketball here, but this matters more to him than any other player. I, I, I honestly think that I that, that anybody else in the NBA. I, I really believe this. Julius Randall's only problem. Is not his toughness, it's not his body, it's not his athleticism, it's not his overall t- skill set and toolbox. It is his inability to quickly process and decipher what is in front of him. And it's amplified in the playoffs because now you got long defenders who are well-coached and well-principled, making him do things, speed up and make him uncomfortable. That's not going to change. Now, he will play a little bit better, I believe, But I don't think that you will... Here's a prediction. God, I wish I would be wrong on this. I don't think that you will ever see two months of regular season Julius Randle in the playoffs. He does not react quickly
0: enough. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
9: to double teams.
1: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan.
4: And back, steps up, teams one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nick makes the catch
3: for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! on the final play of the half!
1: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
8: Brandon Tierney, Sal back on the fan talking Knicks today. We did a little Giants as well. Maybe we'll get back to that tomorrow. Do some Daniel Jones stuff waiting for Joe Douglas to speak at the combine tomorrow as well. So we have the rest of the week to play with some of the football. But Knicks today, what do you got for me, BT? A little status update here with some of the injuries? Yeah,
6: there's a nice all-encompassing sense of what's happening with the Knicks here. This is from Shams. Quote. This is just now? uh, I just saw this on social media. Shams, by the
8: way, is he dating Kay Adams? Did you see you that? Know, I did
6: see. I guess he gifted some sneakers. I mean, yo, God bless then, you. you, know, I, don't, you know, I don't know.
8: He was on with McAfee. Oh, McAfee did ask him. Yeah, He asked right. him flat out, and yeah. Shams was like, ha. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, blah, I saw blah, that.
6: I saw that. I, I don't hear, know. You know. I don't really know. All right, so he did tweet, uh, quote, I'm told Julius Randle's rehab's going well. His goal is to definitely play this season. Mitchell Robinson's got to keep hitting check marks. We know he's been dealing with foot issues over the course of his career. OG out on OB. The hope is over the next two to three weeks he's going to be back on the floor. Does that change anything about your big-picture sense of the Knicks?
8: No, I'm still worried. Again, I'm not saying this team sucks. They're going to lose in the first round. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried about Randall until I see it. Now I'm less worried about Ananobi. I don't even care about Mitch. Like yeah, whatever he comes back, he could help. And you know what? I maybe, think we should against Bam. Well, I mean, and, and, you're gonna need him against some of these big bodies. And the maybe, Cavaliers' young, you know, young bigs are getting bigger. Maybe more so the one that we're overlooking, Hartenstein, because he's yeah, hampered. Yeah. Then maybe you need Mitch back even more. That's a good point. But remember too, Hartenstein was in the middle of. All this when it the Knicks right there. fantastic. So the fact that he's a little hampered by this. that has got a, the Achilles tendonitis. Yeah, right that's now. a concern as well. That's he's a good not point, the same. Sal. So that one, maybe you need Mitch back more. But even Hartenstein takes a little bit of the shine off of what could be the Knicks' potential. Mm-hmm. But I'm still worried about Randall. Until I see him go out there, I'm going to be worried about his health. Pat is calling from Floral Park. What's up, Pat?
7: Yo, what's up, Etn and Sal? How are you, hey, Pat? Patty? What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to say uh, – I didn't want to say this at first, but I heard you guys talking about Randall. Last year, Randall's regular season splits to postseason. Regular season, 25, 10, and 4. Postseason, 14, 6, and 3. Just wanted to put
6: that out there. Well, we all know that. We, we watch every possession, and it's, it's like he's a different player, Pat.
7: It is. It's crazy. Um, I also wanted to say, though, it's not going to be Indiana or the 76ers playing the next first round. It's definitely going to be Miami. It's oh. getting hot right now,
8: and that scares me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I will say this, and maybe it's just ignorance on my part, and thank you for the call, Pat. I I'm, Last year, I thought the Knicks were going to lose to Miami in the second round. I just felt it. You know, sometimes you get a gut feel. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was rooting against that. I went to the games. I was all into it. I uh, hoping for the best. I just had the gut feel. I thought they beat the Cavs. I felt like people were overlooking Miami and that the Knicks were going to get beat. And sure enough, that's what happened. This year, my gut feel, maybe I'm overlooking the Heat this year. I feel like the Knicks were beating the Heat in the first round. I think they could. T- I'd rather them. I don't want the Sixers in the first round. I want the semi-Sixers in the second round. I'd rather play Philly. Than Miami?
6: Yeah. I'd rather play Philly. Take my chances with them.
8: See, I think the Knicks yep. want payback. I think that's a series Brunson would carry on his back, he hates Miami. He's admitted that now. Nick's looking for a little revenge from last year. I, I would rather Miami. Now, assuming Embiid's healthy, I would rather Miami in the first round. Not me. I'd, I'd rather, well, for two reasons. Number one. Ooh, you're scared of the heat. Not
6: scared. But I know you're going to say Woo-hoo. that. It's just, yeah, I try to avoid them if you can. You got to respect them. Come on, they're not a win. That's number one. So I kinda, I'd kind like to push that down the road a little bit. Number two, I would like the stakes personally to be greater so when the Knicks do win, it hurts their fans
8: more. Yeah. Like a first-round no, ouster. Yeah, but so Allen Houston was first-round ouster. I yeah, mean, but that was at the absolute apex, the
6: inflamed nature of the relationship. I mean, it was raw. You
8: don't think it would be humiliating for Miami fans to get bounced in the first round? It would be, but I think it would
6: hurt more. Think about that. The more you play, the more you conjure up hope, we can make a run, we can get to the championship, we can win a championship. So like that first round, that's so new and fresh that you don't really have a chance to get revved up too deep into it because it's the first couple of the games, but you're in round two, especially if you beat them like six or seven. Rank mm. right,
8: right now, all encompassing your feelings going up as a Nick fan, oh, '90s whatever, and I like currently this. right I like now, this. Oh, go ahead. all things included, right now. Got it. Rank the teams you want to beat the most in the postseason this year. Or just by the the fan the teams you hate the most right now.
6: I want to in all sports. I'm assuming you're asking. No, no, right? no, Knicks. Oh, because I was going to go Patriots. Okay, right. Red Sox there, but the Red right Sox now, stink. right I, now, just
8: the Knicks. Well, I mean
6: that's a different question because the Heat would be right there, It'd be number one. I, I, I mean, ideal so me too. The Heat are one.
8: I, it doesn't mean you got to get them in the first round. I'm just saying, who do you want to inflict pain on from a Knicks perspective right now? All things in company. like I you know. That. I got.
6: I'm going to change my answer. The heat are more personal, but there's more Celtic fans. Ooh. I think it would hurt more to just stick that dagger in the Celtic's heart.
8: It's not fun. that we will. It's fun to think but like about that would be nice. It's fun to th- like my hate for the Pacers has kind of died down for sure. since the nineties. Now, maybe a playoff series with them now would, would you know, rekindle that hate. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But they're down the list. Yep. Uh, Atlanta relevant. Bulls irrelevant. are relevant. You know, Orlando no. No. Nope. Miami probably won. And it's
6: got to be Boston. Oh, Philly? Where's Philly on the left? You going Philly too? That's, Philly too?
8: Yeah. You know why? It's my guess. Oh yeah, you're leaving us. <laughs> Take that. Take, and I know he hates. I mean, I, I think part of him is a Knicks fan. He's got all the Starks posters. I don't understand him. He loves him. Starks more than me, but he hates the idea of the Knicks fan overvaluing the Knicks. And nothing would bother Spike more from a Sixers perspective than losing to the Knicks. Yes. And that would give me joy, I must admit. I don't know why. I love Spike, but that would give me joy. So I think Heat, number one, because I've always hated them and because of last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Sixers probably Philly number two. two. That would be fun to beat, and then I'd probably have the Celtics three.
6: See, but also if you beat the Celtics, there's if you beat the Celtics, then the path to the championship gets easier. No,
8: I get it, but I'm just we're just talking about. No, I'm not talking just about raw like, emotion.
6: Yeah, no, like, I, still, like, I, I got you.
8: Yeah, forget path to the finals and all. I'm talking about inflicting. Yeah, I got no
6: beef with Sixer fans. Like it's almost like an immaterial. material. It's Philly, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. No, no. I but I'm not a Giants fan, and I'm not yeah. a Mets fan. Philly yeah. does nothing to me except Villanova smacking around St. John's. You would spike a lot
8: in the meetings every day about that. So yeah, well, not but every day, but
6: that, that's just because he's a weird kind of fan. Like he's a cerebral, yeah. data. Right. You know, he's the opposite he's, of us. He's like, <laughs> he's the less emotional than we are. Uh, he knows his stuff for sure. He he's also very arrogant in what he knows. You notice that? Like he can never. God forbid you challenge the, think the, the he's A little arrogant. bit. A little bit. You know, like, oh, Jalen Brunson is 12 to 16. Like, God forbid you say that, you know, you're one slot off. He'll start hitting you with, you know, nine layers of data why you're wrong, which I appreciate that goes to I think he the is, fact that he's a cerebral fan. I, but he's a Knicks fan at his, at his no, core.
8: No, but I think he thumbs his nose at the Knicks and their fans.
6: Well, that's what I said to him the other day. Great. Well, then thumb your nose at this because you haven't won <laughs> since Andrew Toney. I mean, I don't, if he's – honestly, if he's a Golden State <laughs> Warrior fan floating around <laughs> with all these championships, that's one thing. Well, if you're an Astros fan or a Red Sox fan of the century, great. Or a
8: Patriots fan or a Giants fan with two Super Bowls. They'll have the Sixers done. Semi-Sixers. There's a reason why I call them that. The Philadelphia Semi-Sixers. I they want never a, get
6: past the semis. I won a lot of money one year on... Uh, I picked the... Was that 2000 or was that... two? I think it was 2000 Remember when the Sixers played the Lakers in the NBA Finals and the DeKembe Mutumbo, Eric Snow, yeah. obviously AI and those yeah. guys. I mean, it's pretty much AI against everybody else. And they...
8: I forgot took... Matumbo was a Sixer until you just said it. He
6: was. Denver Nuggets, yep. Sixers, bounced around a little bit. And, and I remember. He was a Nick, wasn't he? Matumbo. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. a Nick. He was absolutely. I think he yeah. wore 55 yeah. with us. Yeah, I I think.
8: Think he always wore that. Didn't he, he
6: did, but I think he wore it with us too. No. I wasn't sure because Kiki Vandaway had 50. Yeah, nobody had. Yeah, I think he was 55. Anyway, I remember betting for me at the at that point. I was living in Vegas. A good amount of money for me at that point. I won like 900 bucks because, which was maybe like 9,000 bucks. I was absolutely destitute, making nothing in radio, and I bet the Lakers in five, okay? I got some sort of exotic bet, which they won, but I bet that the Sixers would win the first game. Sixers won the first game. Lakers eventually won in five, and I think the odds were, I think it was plus 900 because I I put a 100 bucks down. Boom. I spent it the next day. Boom. Take that. No, I spent it the next day. You didn't hear the second part of it. (laughs) <laughs> I was in Vegas, buddy. It <laughs> goes
8: quick. Right. Right. Uh, right. Before you know it, you find yourself down. Double that. All right. Mm-hmm. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back. Get more of your calls in. Also have a little bold face lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the bold face truth. Bold face. Like, bold face. Get it? Bold face like truth. Bald Bold face lie. That's coming up Bold-dinger. next. Bold On the other side, BT and Sal like on the bold. fan. face.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over! And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now, time for Bald Face Lie, Bald Face Truth, with Brenton Tierney and Sal Licata. Oh,
8: like Bald Face Lie, Bald Face Truth. I get it. Alright, Hoff, what do you got for us?
4: Alright, first up, we're gonna go to bt Daniel Jones will be the starting QB for the New York Giants week one. That's a ball-faced truth. Uh,
6: obviously, this depends on the medicals, but I've, I've got to give you an opinion now. And based on what we heard this morning, uh, he seems as if his timeline is good. For those of you who missed it, he's throwing. So, ball-faced truth. I think that they, they obviously draft a quarterback either at six or trade back. They do get a quarterback. They bring a veteran in to back up Jones to start in case the kid's not ready. Jones will start week one. Bald face truth.
8: I I wish I could say bald face lie here just to be different and because I I want it to be a bald face lie. I wish that were a bald face lie. Unfortunately, there's no way out of it. And even the best case scenario for the Giants going into the year probably has Daniel Jones being the starter for week one. He's going to come back healthy. Now, he might get hurt in week one but even if they draft a quarterback and i expect that they will because they they can't be that dumb to realize you know they need a they need a quarterback so draft a quarterback have jones start week 1 maybe he starts the first half of the season before we transition to the rookie quarterback but week 1 now the question is you know week 7 yep you know maybe half that you know, by week 7 you think Daniel Jones will be the starter? I'd probably say at that point, that's a bald-faced lie. But the question was week one, so I'm going to say that's a bald-faced truth. What do you got
4: off next? Well, you both kind of l- are leading me into my next one. Sal, this is for you. Giants will be drafting a QB with the sixth overall pick.
8: Boy, that's a great question. It's I'll, the question for I, them. I'm, well, I'm going to say it's a bald-faced lie. I think they're going to trade up. I don't think they're going to take somebody at six. I think the Giants are going to figure out a way to trade up or maybe trade down and take somebody. I don't think, though, at six they're going to get their guy. Now, again, who the hell knows at this particular point, these drafts, as we talked about earlier, BT, Mm
3: -hmm.
8: it it changes day to day who's going where, what the projected picks are going to be. But I I think the Giants are either going to trade up to get one or trade back to get one. So I'm going to say, bald face lie, they are not going to select their quarterback at number six.
6: I agree. I'm going to say "Bold face lie. Um, you initially said that they will trade up. My initial instinct is that they will trade back, that they will trade back, they will get a quarterback. Somewhere, if I had to guess, 6-2, <clears throat> maybe uh, that 9-13 to 13 range, collect some more assets, rebuild through the draft, which you know Shane wants to do. I do not think they will take one at 6. They'll
8: trade back. The bold ball, move. bold face lie. The bold move would be to trade up.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm if you convictions, they, yeah. you know, you better be right.
4: Okay. Better be right. Let's go, BT. Uh, <laughs> Alf loves the bald, bald thing. That's <laughs> so fan. funny. Yeah. Nothing good. I, I, this is my favorite segment, bald yeah. face yeah, lie. because you get to speak. Yeah. Well, no, just because it's funny. Yeah. bald <laughs> face lie, bald face truth. Let's go. Uh got his yes.
6: Billy Wagner jersey on, by the way. He's Mets pinch-drive homie. Yeah. That's right. I wow. wore it to a
4: Philly game one time. To, I, thought it, I thought it
8: was a uh, Alfonso jersey, a Gordo Alfonso.
4: I thought it was an A-Rod 13. jersey when you guys uh, were going to get him. Well, they, suppos- they supposedly retired this number in this building, but I was able to walk in fine, so I'm okay. <laughs> uh, BT, yeah. the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley will sign that franchise tag.
6: This season. Oh, franchise tag. Yes. A bullface lie. There's no way they're doing franchise tag. I do believe he will be a New York Giant. I don't believe that the franchise tag is in play at all. You know, we talked about this earlier. I hinted at it yesterday as well. I am so emboldened by the shifting dynamics of the cap that now favor the Giants and Saquon. I, I summarize it this way, Sal. So, bullface lie. He will not be tagged with that. They will get a contract done. As long as the Giants are fair and Saquon is realistic, he will get a long-term extension.
8: Yeah, I think he's going to be here for a long time. I felt that way last year. Uh, I even uh, didn't think it was worth it trading him at the trade deadline last year. That's how much I value having Saquon Barkley back with the Giants. Being the face of this franchise, you can't ask for a better face of the franchise. I get that running back position has been devalued. He's special. They'll figure it out. He wants to be here. They want him to be here. They've known that for a while. It's just got to be a fair deal for both sides. I will say bald face lie to the franchise tag because that is not going to be the fair deal for both sides. Yep. Neither side wants that, well, but he will be here long-term.
4: Okay, I got two more quick ones. and yeah. This is off of a tweet from DeComo who said that Strawberry, uh, Beltran, and Murphy were were visiting the uh, Mets today. So, and, Straw, Beltran, and Danny Murph? And combined, he said it was like 2,800 hits, mm. over 450 home runs, mm-hmm. which made me think, I go... The Mets have never gotten a guy that has three thousand hits or five hundred home runs. Nope. Two
8: of those guys, by the way, are the greatest Mets position players in, in history. Who was With the third Beltran one? Strong and, and, and Murphy. Danny Murphy. Gotcha. So
4: I, ha- I ask you this. Okay, you can combine two Mets players' career Mets stats and get three thousand hits. Sal, bald face, truth or bald face, lie. Oh, that's an interesting one. It requires
6: some calculation, obviously requires a deep Wait, what uh, do you mean? Like, knowledge? i got to guess the two? Or just well, take no, any just, two? Just, just, just be like, In general. Yeah, is there two players that there combine? Are two Mets
4: players? Is it, true, is it a bold-faced truth or a bold-faced lie that you can actually combine two Mets players to get 3,000 hits?
8: It better be a bold-faced truth. But the, the way you're it asking it makes me think it's a lie. Yeah, I would say bold-faced truth. You can combine two of the... Best Mets ever offensive numbers and and come up with three thousand hits. I would think that yeah. that would be the case.
6: It's a bold faced truth. I'm going to actually attempt to give you two names and see if the numbers. David Wright is one of them for me. And for some, I'm just having a blank. I I I, I just played basically twenty years for the Mets back in the day. I did first baseman. Geez. Why am I forgetting his name? Cranepool. Who? Ed Cranepool.
4: Eddie Cranepool. Yeah. How many hits did Eddie have? He, Eddie had fourteen hundred. Okay, what was David Wright at? David had 1,777. The only, the other person you Piazza? could throw in there. You did, you're right. It's well, true. Um, we go. What about Piazza? No. No way. What would he have? Nah. Piazza had 1,028. Okay, I got
8: and what did Wright Ho- have? Right, at 1700. 1777. Okay, so have the short. only other
4: person that would do the math would be Jose Reyes. He had 1534.
8: I, I gotta admit, we're kind of blown by the
6: fact that I nailed
4: this. I mean, I, oh, oh, oh yeah, that no, was great. I'm yeah, I mean, every.
6: <laughs> yeah, can you let him marinate for a second? Yeah. I can feel the adulation. Yeah. That was pretty good. I mean, come on. It couldn't even nail him. It's very good. I I'll give you. I'm just saying, Mike Piazza, <laughs> no. is slow well, footed catcher, yeah. home runs like he's hitting the top. Like, yeah,
8: come on. Well, put, it, what are you talking about? He had 1027 hits. Him man. and. I wasn't saying he had 3,000. No, on I know about you are. Yeah. No, I get that. I get what that. What did Beltron have? Do you have his right. numbers? Uh, Eddie Greenpool. Yeah, hold on.
4: I have him right here. Beltron had... Beltran. Oh, wow. He's not on the... He's not even on the hits leaders. He only had 878. And what about oh, Strawberry? God. I know,
8: obviously. Yeah. Strawberry had
4: 1,025.
8: Did he have? Oh, nice. So similar to Piazza. It's
4: terrible. And with Wright had 17, you said? Wright had 1777. Yeah. Okay. So right, right, Pete you. Alonso could break everything, which is why the last ball Bald-faced truth, bald-faced lie. Pete Alonzo will go down as the has having the most home runs in Mets history. Now, mind you, he's sixty away from breaking it this year.
6: Yeah, I didn't. it's too much Mets for me here. I didn't listen
8: to that
4: last part. All right, go, go. Sal, you're up.
8: Yeah, I would say that's a bald-faced truth. He's going to have the most
4: career home runs. What are the numbers again? Give me the numbers. Uh, so, home run wise, Strawberry has two fifty two, and Pete Alonso has one ninety two. And who's going to have more? Well, career, when all said and done, will Alonso. Pete Alonso have the most home runs as a Met?
6: That's a good one too. You want to answer this first? Well, so I just did. I just did. Yeah, did. Both did both say say yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. Was you, were, you were, you were you taking, were were taking listening your as normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. down you were in your Mets coma. Hey. Hey. Hey, we're doing a card game. Ed Two cr- of them crane are Mets. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I yeah. never fa- – I was actually looking yeah. something up about Cranepool. Yeah. I, listen, he's I the rabbit hole guy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, can yeah. I have one rabbit hole in yeah. nine
8: years? It's funny that I knew you were in the Ed
6: Crane uh, rabbit hole. I honestly hole was. Stuff. I just figured yeah. out the only reason – not that anybody cares, but his high school, James Monroe – is was the home field of my old club baseball team in high school. Oh, okay. I, I just, and I got deeper into it, whatever. Shout what, out to Eddie Cappell. What do
8: you think, Alonzo? I guess basically the question comes out: to— Does he, Alonzo stay or does yeah, he go? Right. Um, Hey, he oh, can hit 61
6: home
4: runs this year. God. That
6: is true, too. That's true, too. Well-positioned question. Bald face truth. Yeah. He does— be caught, meaning Pete does, more than Daryl, because the market is soft and you can justify keeping him. That's what's going to happen.
8: All right, that does it for bold face truth, bold face lie, bold. Get it? John is calling from Lindenhurst, New York. What's up, John?
3: Hey, you guys got a very nice show, easy to listen to.
8: Thank you. Thanks, Just John.
3: wanted to make a point about Julius Randall's injury. I have unfortunately dislocated my shoulder more than times than I can count. And the last thing that you can do is put your hands above your head and push. And if he's going to be going up under the basket and somebody's going to just slam his hand down or just, he's going to bump into something that arm can just blow right out again. And I don't see how he can be a hundred percent without doing something to yeah you know, without really fixing that thing
6: yeah i mean the thing is john that's interesting um that's like one of the injuries i haven't had so the shoulder i get it though like pushing up and exerting force forward there i can see that you know just the capsule screaming in the shoulder the thing is everybody's shoulder is different so you know what you had the 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 severity of the rotator versus what he has in the capsule i don't know cuz i don't i'm not exposed to either one of your uh, images there that's fair that's fair but I don't think that the Knicks would run him out there and put him in harm's way. And,
8: you know, a lot of
6: guys play hurt, man. I mean, you could play hurt.
8: There could be a worry, though, about him coming back. Even if you know he's going to come back, not 100%. Correct. Because that's just who he is. So then Randall, even at 100%, there were question marks in the postseason. So Randall, at less than 100%, there's going to be question marks.
6: Maybe he tries to do less, and that may be actually – maybe that's a good thing. By the way, quick to final yeah. Eddie Crane promo. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, I knew <laughs> he was really – I thought <laughs> yeah. he was 18. You know he made his debut he was 17. Did you know no, that? No, I did not know Can that. Can you imagine – And he
8: played 20 years with the Mets?
6: Uh, just about. I believe he was the longest tenure by far. Let me say, I think it was 20. It was 18. Can you believe – I mean, 17 years old. 17. Digging into a batter's box against major league pitching. I mean, facing Bob Gibson. Yeah. Don Drysdale. I mean, gee, this guy came on 17, dude. Yeah, that's Ron a Ron
8: Marichal. Wow. All right, BT and Sal and You guys are f-
6: nearly as intrigued with the Cranepool stuff as no, I am. No, I'm
8: falling asleep. You took your little nap before. <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole. Pete home run. Think, right. think, yeah, I'm thinking All about right. anything other than Ed Cranepool's stats. BT and, Sal on, <laughs> <laughs> BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, take more of your calls on the other side. Nick, some giants. So You want to talk about Ed Cranepool? Sure, we'll take your calls for one more hour. What the hell? This weather forecast is sponsored by X Kickstart. It's 52 degrees and cloudy with rain coming tonight.